0: Do you have questions about the unknown that have never been answered? Tired of going to psychics and wishing you could develop your own intuition? Then Messages from the Other Side podcast is the answer. Weekly episodes feature psychic medium, Simone Salmon, combining her gifts of storytelling and mediumship to narrate real communications with ghosts or angels and interviews with spiritual truth seekers to get the answers you need, so subscribe on Apple Podcast and Anchor FM or go to www.simonesalmon.com. This is Psychic Medium Simone, and you're listening to Messages from the Other Side, Episode 10, Part 2 of my interview with Vincent Jenna.
1: Here's the miracle everyone has to create for themselves. We are the ones. All my workshops, they they and my book. My book is called God It's Not Working. My workshop is called Stop, Stop Stopping Yourself and Become Unstoppable. Mm. We create our lives consciously or subconsciously. We're creating it. We do not create from just the thought process mind, we create from the beliefs that the thoughts feed our mind. So the beliefs are in the subconscious section of our mind.
2: So in there
1: are all the true beliefs. The way to figure it out is you look at your life. When you look at your life and you see suffering in it right now, since we are connected and part of. And have all the same abilities as the God force. That's what was meant by we are created in its image. We have the power to change all of that or create it and make it worse. We have to admit first. And here is where the miracle needs to be. We are denying, we are using adult defense mechanisms to not admit what we're really feeling, to not say to ourselves, you know what, if my life sucks, I guess I'm the one who's been making it suck. That is so painful for the majority of people to admit. They would rather blame everyone else. They would rather blame the President of the United States. They would rather blame a race. They would rather blame homosexuals. They would rather blame a country over in the Middle East. They would rather blame terrorists. They would rather blame anybody else than to take the responsibility and say, I'm the one who attracted this. I am the one who created this. The miracle part is They need to understand and accept that. And it will take the greatest strength to be able to do that. It will take the greatest ability of responsibility. What we did is we started labeling things very early on. And we started labeling things as being bad very early on. So at by this point, if we are deceitful with somebody, oh, my God, we don't stop whipping ourselves over that. So if something that small causes us to feel that bad, can you imagine some of the other choices that we've made? And honestly, Simone, who's not done something stupid? Give me a break. Who's not done some dopey thing? Really? You, me, we're spiritual teachers. But I know you did, must have done. You had to have. You're here on this earth as a human being and not as a walking uh, angel. So, therefore, there there had to be some things, maybe at uh, whatever level, at this time, I don't know. But we wind up feeling so guilty and bad about some of the dopey things we do that it's so hard for us to recognize. We we abuse our children sometimes. We yell at, you know, the neighbor, the cashier. We made the cashier feel bad. We stole some money. Okay, we're lying to the government so not to pay uh, all the taxes. All of these things we do keep us from loving ourselves. All right, let's get over it. Let's get over it because in God's world, there is nothing so terrible that ever, ever, ever will separate us from the God source. We can't. We are the God source. So the miracle part is that that amount of work that will be necessary, but you do. It's radical self-love, radical self-care. And to tell ourselves, Mm -hmm. that's it, I'm tired of not loving myself. I'm tired of not having the life I know I should have. So, yeah, is it a kick in the pants? Yes, and sometimes it's even a falling. Uh, Josh Groban has an incredible song. If people go to my website or they YouTube, YouTube it, let me fall it's one of his best numbers it's about if you let me fall let me get to my lowest no matter what that lowest is there is a special someone waiting inside to come out and lift me up so sometimes it's okay to fall Simone
2: it's okay to
1: to just go with it for a moment you know, as long as we just admit it and open up and stop trying to defend what we're feeling. You know, my greatest clients are the ones who break down in front and say, you know what? You're right. I feel like a piece of crap. And I turned around and I say, okay, there's where your healing just started. Now, yes, there are the ones who admit that the depressed ones, they have, to, they, they have to be still dealt with in a slightly different way, but still admitting their feelings. And then, helping them to recognize that that's not true about them. That's only maybe true about some of their behaviors, but that's not true about them. They were made to feel like crap. They're not crap. They're not garbage. They're magnificent. All right? They're not sinners. Okay? How many times have we heard that since the beginning of time? All right? So, there is where the miracle therein lies, is admitting to yourself what you really feel. And then that's when the healing begins inside of us. And that shift is coming up right now. It's actually, it's been, it, it has started for the past couple of years, which is what the Mayan calendar was about, the date, December 21st. It was an ending of an old consciousness and a beginning of a new consciousness. And the universe and the God force is bringing to the surface all our scars so we can finally face them again and, and finally deal with them. And that's what, what I help people do is I help them face their scars.
0: Yeah. And and isn't all isn't there also another part and, and, and you may disagree, you may agree, don't they also have to forgive themselves? Because a lot of well, a it, lot of folks are well, very is, easy yeah. to forgive others, but they don't forgive themselves either.
1: Well here's here's the thing. Um the only thing that I will counter on that is I, I don't say I don't think that they forgive anybody if they don't forgive themselves. You have to always start with right. yourself. But thank you for adding that. Yes, that is the second most important part. The first important part is acknowledging what you're really feeling. The second most important part is forgiving yourself. Then there's the third part. The third part is the recognition that there wasn't even a need for forgiveness. Mm. You know that that word is only a human term there is yes. no such word in god's mind because there's no such thing there is nothing to have to forgive only we created that because of that darn concept of retribution right
2: yeah.
1: okay yeah. and then we created we we created things to reinforce it like confession in in a church or like a Um, Yom Kippur in Judaism always a day, we try to find a day because we saw that humans can't let go of anything, alright, so we'll give them a day, and in the Catholic Church we'll give them anytime that they come into the confessional we'll give them that, and maybe they can let go and forgive It's, it's yes to give, absolutely but then recognize nothing you have done has been so terrible that you can't reverse it and do incredible things now just make the opposite choices It's all about choice and consequence that comes with the choice. But yes, the forgiveness is very, very, very important. And for me, don't ask me why, but it was non-existent in my life. There was all the people that I was taught. They loved me and they dedicated the 30-year school reunion to me. I just had my 40th and they were all over me again because they can't believe how much I could love them for the way that they treated me. Wow. You know, but these were kids Simone, yeah, who yeah. were being beaten by their drunk parents.
0: Listen, I, I completely understand. I you know, my my son grew up with a young man and when we moved into the neighborhood, I knew immediately I could just sense immediately something was wrong. He was just, you know, the little boy was almost like a bully. And I said, you know, you don't know what's going on. Behind closed doors. That's what I told my son. I said you have to be em- empathetic, and you you need to just try to understand him and forgive him, because you don't you don't know what's going on behind closed doors and what he's getting
1: put through on a daily basis. Right. So you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You can see it. You can see it. But you're right. But yes, forgiveness is a part of it. I won't negate that. You're right.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know that that was just so much to take in.
2: Um, <laughs> no. Really, I that was a lot of information.
0: That. That's a lot of information and and great information because um, I think you hit every every piece of what needed what needs to be done in order to just take that one. Because a lot of the times it's just taking that one step forward. People get so caught up in what's going on. You know, they that they can't, they think they can't get out of it, but they can, and it's just just shifting your mindset and realizing, I don't have to be in this. I don't have to be suffering. I don't have to be in pain. I don't have to choose this way, you know. And and just that one little shift will move you forward.
1: And there you go. You just defined miracle mindset. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. And you're absolutely right. And this is what I tell I tell people use your life as your barometer. All right? Yeah. If you if you have created the life you want and you're continuing to create the life you want and you're continuing to fulfill your dreams, then you know you believe in yourself and the god within you you connected to you the way you're supposed to. If you don't have the life you want, then you don't believe in yourself. If you keep saying, God, it's not working no matter what you're trying. I get Simone, I get callers and, and clients all the time and at my lectures, you know, and they ask me questions. When am I going to get the job I want, all right? When am I going to get the love of my life? And I look at them and they're sitting in front of me and I says, as soon as you want it. And they and they look and they go. Uh, well, what what do you mean? Of course I want it. I've been I've been trying to get a lover for the past couple of years, and there's nobody. I said that's because you don't want anybody. I said yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. He's, he's not there. You don't know you don't want. You're try, You think you're trying, but in actuality, your subconscious mind is pushing one away. Because of fears, because of past experience, because of doubt, because you're I'm not is saying I'm not worthy, I'm not lovable, yes. or whatever it is, that's what you're really wanting. So you've got to understand, you don't believe what you think you believe.
0: Exactly. You're
1: not in that job because you don't believe what you think you believe. You've got yourself convinced you love your job. The reason why you lost your job, why everybody, this financial crunch we had, it was a financial blessing. It wasn't a crunch. You know, everybody got laid off. There wasn't one person who absolutely adored their job that got laid off or fired. The only ones who got laid off and fired are those who weren't going after their passion. They were working for the money. They were working to survive, but they weren't working to live. And being laid off and being fired gave them the opportunity to start pursuing that. Do you know now that the corporate world is beginning to change, and it's going to downsize. The corporate world of the future will be a whole bunch of smaller run businesses and small entrepreneurs because each person needs to be going after their passion, and that's what most people's passion are. One big giant conglomeration telling people what to do is not the way of life anymore. We're not going to survive that way.
2: Yes, All right. We're
1: we're neglecting each other. So, So I say to everybody who's listening, examine your life and use it as a barometer. You know exactly how much you believe in yourself and how much you don't believe in yourself by where your life is and what you want, because that's the secret key. That's what my book is about, the key factor, the key process that turns everything we attempt into fruition is self-belief and self-love. It automatically directs the force in the right direction and gets it going. It's turning on the light switch, right? The God force is the plug that comes to the house, the outside wires that come to the house that bring the house all the power. But we're the ones who have to stick in the lamps and stick in the iron and stick in the stove and then flip on the switch to get that force to work.
2: Yeah. Right? Yes.
1: Otherwise it's we got an empty house and it's dark.
0: (laughs) Yes, and and also I just wanted to add, you know, for those of you who are wondering, well, you know, I'm I'm doing it. I'm doing the affirmations, I'm doing this and I'm doing that, but nothing's working. Whenever you start to say, Well you know, but what if or well why is it that's doubt. That's doubt. And if if you're saying those things that's what your belief is. Your belief is it's not going to happen.
1: Right, exactly. It's, it's, um, I go to Religious Science or Science of Mind Center, and uh, the minister there, who's a student of Michael Beckwith, one of the things that she always says is whatever you see in the outcome of your life is what you're committed to. Yes. So good, bad, or indifferent. That's what you are subconsciously committed to. Whatever you believe on the inside is going to manifest on the outside.
0: We'll be right back after the break.
1: So it's one, all you have to do is acknowledge, okay, I'm not believing the right way. Two, what is it that I'm believing? And then the I'm not will have a chance, that little inner voice will have a chance to pop up and tell you what you're really believing. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. It really is only one of those I'm not. Yes. Okay. And then three, then you can challenge that I'm not and reinforce the right truth, that you are worthy, that you are magnificent. Just like if your child came up to you and said, Mommy, I did bad in school today. I'm no good. I'm no, not worthy. I'm not going to make it in life. I'm stupid. You'd be the first to turn around and say, N- Honey, that's not true. It's okay. You're allowed to make mistakes. It's okay. You didn't do anything wrong. You're very smart. You're very wonderful. Everybody loves you. We don't do that with our own inner child, and that's what we're supposed to be doing. So if it's not working, then just acknowledge without fighting, without putting up a stink, just acknowledge to yourself, okay, wow, I'm not believing right. I've done it so much, even me. I will hear that inner child's voice now. There's no denying it. It doesn't sneak its way in through some other means, right? It doesn't become um, um, a defense mechanism. I literally will hear the voice. Oh, you're not going to get that job. That you're not good enough for that. And I can stop. That's when I can stop it. So here's the thing, Simone. We don't get rid of it. It's going to be there. It's a scar in this particular lifetime. We get rid of it when we come back again. But we're using it as a carrot to dangle in front of us so that we know what we need to remember here. And all we have to do is listen for it. And as long as we listen for that inner negative voice, that I'm not, we can catch it, stop it, reframe it, and create a miracle. And that's what it's all about. Right?
0: Yes. Yes. Perfectly said. Can we take a couple questions, Vincent?
1: Oh, Just absolutely, absolutely, oh, please. Excellent.
0: I have a caller. Hold on. Let me try to get them on.
1: Caller, you're on the
0: air. Telso from Indianapolis, Indiana. You have a question? Hi, yes, this is actually Carla. Oh, okay. Hi, um, Carla. Hi. Hey, I. Um, what if you're in the process of trying to transform yourself? Um, you've gone through a spiritual awakening and, uh, you know, you're really trying to find your, your gifts and your, your soul purpose. Um, you know, what, what suggestions do you have to speed up this process?
1: Mm, excellent question. Hey, Carla, nice meeting you. Thank you for calling in. Nice, um, nice
0: to meet you. Thank you.
1: Yes, you are, you are about, you're on the brink of opening a lot of power to you, and there is where the only block you may have. One of the things I neglected to say is one of the other things that gets in our way is our fear of our power. Marianne Williamson wrote in Return to Love, one of her first books, some one of the greatest pieces of writing I had ever read. And it stated, our fear, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure. So here's what I say to you. Number one, don't be afraid. Acknowledge that this can be scary for you. What happens if you're able to really have this incredible insight and you're able to see into people and you're able to know exactly the choices you're making, right, wrong, different, good, bad, and different, and all of that is crystal clear to you? What happens if you have that power? What happens if you have the power to really heal people? and 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 nurture it all sounds wonderful but it's also very frightening to us so one acknowledge that you could be afraid of your power and that you don't want to be so go into a meditation and ask the god source within you to give you the strength to accept your greatness we're constantly being told we're arrogant if we think we're wonderful we're narcissistic and matter of fact psychologists have written, and I just read it not too long ago in Psychology Today, that uh, they believe that the majority of people in the world all have a certain amount of narcissism. That is such baloney. Your ego is your greatest gift and you're supposed to be loving yourself and thinking you're great. There was a man who walked the earth who did nothing but say, I am the way of the truth and the light. Listen to me. So now Carla, You have to walk around and say, listen to me, I have the answer. So don't be afraid of your power. And number two, acknowledge and admit your I'm not. When you were a young girl, there was an I'm not that was created for you, and I'm not good enough. It's something around there. Acknowledge when that gets in the way, and just by acknowledging that and knowing it's there, stating that you're willing to step into yourself, you're going to be opening up the doors quicker than you can imagine, okay? Great. That's awesome, Vincent. Thank you. You're very welcome. welcome. And I I expect to hear from you and about you in the near future.
0: Oh. (laughs) Well, thank you. That's amazing.
1: Okay. You're very welcome. All the best. When I come up there to Minneapolis, which will be in November, come visit me at the Expo, okay? All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye.
0: Blessings. Bye. Wow, you know, that was such a great question, and I'll tell you why, Vincent, because, you know, I've been experiencing a whole lot of stuff, and I want want to say and admit that I'm a little scared of the stuff that I've been experiencing, and that was just the perfect way to resolve this, because I've been searching and searching for a way to, to face it and just accept it, and the words that you stated were just perfect.
1: Right. Let me, let me ask you this, Simone. If if God appeared before us or some wonderful angel, Michael, let's say Michael, Archangel Michael, comes down and appeared before you right now and said, Simone, I just want to let you know that as of today, you're a Christ and you will be doing the same work as Jesus. Alright? There would be, how do you think you'd respond to that?
0: I, I would First of all, I'd be thrilled to see Archangel Michael, but the I know, other right? thing is, I, would, I would be thrilled, and I would be just, I'd be grateful, but then I would also be kind of overwhelmed, like, what, what am I supposed to do with all of this power? Right, exactly,
1: exactly. Well, let me tell you why we come to those fears, because we liken Jesus, we don't hear the real story about Jesus, we hear the story that the Catholic Church wanted to tell us about Jesus. The real story about Jesus, it was actually one of the last movies done, and it was a um, five-day miniseries on TV. Jesus had no idea in the beginning that this was what he was supposed to do. When he turned 33 and his mission was supposed to start, he got the messages. Like you and me, he received his message. He received his calling. An angel came to him and said, okay, Jesus... Just want to let you know you're going to start speaking now. And he said, say what? And and Angel was like, yeah, you're going to go around and you're going to start preaching and you're going to change the world. Excuse me, I make wooden chairs. And um, No, your job is it's time for you to wake up. Wake up to what? What are you talking about? I don't know any of this stuff. You don't have to worry about what you're going to say or do. Just go out there, commit to it. It'll come to you. It'll come to me. Where, where do I even start? And they sent them out into the dead. Just go, go walking. You'll wake up to who you are. Now, Jesus was not visited by the devil, for goodness' sakes. What, what a thing to teach us. He was visited yeah. by his fears. Ah, that's what he faced three separate times, and why he was walking aimlessly. 40 days and 40 nights in the desert, he was facing all his fears, his fears of his power. What were the three temptations? That's what he feared. He feared healing people. He feared the power he was going to have of being able to walk on water. He feared that he could multiply bread and raise the dead. Holy crap. I'm going to do that? That's why you would fear it the same way. But he kept telling us that's who we are. That's who we really are. Why would it be so bad? See, we see the crazy people standing in Manhattan on the street corner going, the world's going to end, I know it, right? And so we look at those fanatics. We see the people who call themselves God and who've gone out into the world and killed others. We see those fanatics. Those aren't God-driven people. Those are people who needed that counter, how bad they feel. Oh, Simone, the worst thing you can do is, oh my God, how arrogant of you to think that you can help some people and you might just do that. Well, that's terrible. (laughs) And that's what we're feeling bad about. So step into it, girl. Step into it. (laughs) All right, we need some more Christ around here, for goodness sakes.
0: You're right. I'm, 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 listen, this was, is this was powerful because I
1: needed to hear these words. I needed to hear it. I needed to hear them. Good go for to you. Listen. Well, now you heard them, so they, were, they weren't They were mine anyway. I used them from whoever sends them to me. Um, but, yes, it's what we all need to hear, so let's do it. Let's do yeah. it. Let's, let's uh, everybody do it. And not everybody is meant to be you and me. They're meant to do their own thing, but they still need to step into their greatness in order to do it.
0: That's right. That's right. Lori is asking, how do we go about reprogramming our beliefs to
1: match what we think we want? Mm. Well, number one, again, like I'm going to repeat myself a million and one times, recognize that they're not in alignment. And then number two, what will it take to make them in alignment? It's called a choice. All right? Like, for example, during election year, all the candidates put out their policies. We read them and we decide to make a choice. All right? So what she really wants to ask, what Lori is really asking, she's really not asking how do I put them in alignment? How do I believe... I deserve and can achieve my dreams. <clears throat> that's what she's really asking, and that's what I mean about acknowledging what your true feelings are. So yes. it's not a matter of aligning. You don't believe you can get them. Bottom line. And and all of us. Look, me. I just spoke with my shaman monk today, and I said there's only one doubt I have, whether this is all real. So. I believe it is, and then I acknowledge the part of me that believes that it isn't. Yeah. It would be dumb of me not to acknowledge that, for goodness sakes. At least when I acknowledge that, I can continue to create validation. I can continue to move forward. We're not meant to be here with blind faith. We're meant to be here to have faith because we see. Seeing is believing. Believing is seeing. That's what I meant to say. And I'm quoting that right from the Santa Claus movie with Tim Allen. And the elf said to him, believing is seeing. Well, that's just plain truth from the beginning of time. If you believe, you will see. If you see them, you'll believe, but you've got to believe first. Believing so, Lori, start believing, and that's how you get things in alignment.
0: Yes, yes. Let's take one last question. Uh, Marge from Chicago says, I saw Vincent at the Whole Life Expo in Schaumburg. He is a life changer and a phenomenal person. After attending his seminars, it was phenomenal, and getting a reading from him, when we leave and return to our lives, on occasional, we lose that steam we walked out with. Although I started doing co-seminars like these and watched some motivational YouTube interviews, yet on some days there just isn't enough of any to pull us through. She says, smiles. Any concrete ideas on how to stay motivated in an unmotivating world to move ourselves forward? Then she says, thank you for being fabulous, and thank you, Simone, for this wonderful event of teachers. Well, thank you, Marge. Thank you. Thank you for your great Okay. Question.
1: You hear this person, what she was writing to you, to me, I know Marge. I know Marge well. Marge even referred a lot of clients to me. Marge, the way you get more Vinny is to understand that you don't need any Vinny. You've got all of Marge. And you need to believe Marge is as great as Vinny and better. What did Jesus say? What I do, you can do and even more. I appreciate and love the fact that I have empowered you, you let me empower you, but you did all of that. You can only recognize it in another person when you recognize it in yourself. So, you don't need me to pull you up, you need you to pull you up. You need you to constantly, on a daily basis, we should be meditating, we should be doing affirmations, because we've got to counter all of the negative self-talk we've been doing throughout our lives and all the negative messages we've been hearing. The subconscious mind is trained from all the messages it hears, all right? So in order to retrain it, we have to keep saying all the things we need to say and do all the things we need to do. Uh, I tell them this in the workshop. I said, I know I'm going to put a fire in your belly. I mean, I have that ability. That's great. That's a gift of mine. But I'm just the kindling. You're the logs. And you need to put on more logs. And the way you put on logs is, is, there, is time. there is no time not to be involved in spirituality. When you are in work, you are constantly talking to yourself in a spiritual way so not to let the coworkers bother you. You are constantly setting out, I understand that person. That person has a lot of pain in his or her life. All right. You're constantly on a break when you're in the bathroom going into a meditation and doing an affirmation. I love my job. It's fulfilling to me. It is leading me to my next greatest step in life. You are then going home and you're doing all of this stuff at home. On weekends, you'll go and find a spiritual center that you can visit so you can constantly get this. At night, instead of watching T V, you're picking up the four agreements, you're picking up how I can hear my life, and you're just reading a passage Constantly, You need to be a fanatic about your greatness and spirituality in a positive way. That's what fanaticism should be about. Fanaticism yeah. is where you spend most of your thought time. And most of your thought time should be on the fact that you're a spiritual being having a physical experience. And you can pull yourself up. And Marge is a person like you and and other people that need to be telling themselves, you know what, the reason why I can even appreciate someone like that is I must be great. I must be smart. I must be filled with wisdom. I must be able to do what he does and don't even know that I can. So a lot of self-talk. A lot of self talk because we've got to counter. Again, I'll use the example my spiritual minister did. Our minds, our subconscious mind is like a bottle of dirty water. Okay? Just envision that for a minute. A giant bottle of dirty water, so big we can't lift it up and pour it out. Now, what psychotherapy does is it helps to fill out, some people's water is so filled that it's busting up on top, right? It's pouring over. Well, a psychotherapist helps, to, helps you to empty that dirty water a little at a time. Well, there's another more effective and efficient way to empty the dirty water. Take a whole bunch of clear water and keep pouring it in. And what do you eventually wind up with?
0: All clear water
1: all clear water. So all of the choices you make now, all of the thoughts you put into your mind now are all of the seeds that's creating the new plants. And they can all be wonderful, beautiful, and weed-free if you keep making the right choices. It's considered integrity, congruence, and commitment. Walk your talk. Be congruent, meaning constantly be in, 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 in the, in what you're feeling, what you want to feel. Be the spiritual being. Be loving. Be forgiving. Okay? That goes along with walking your talk. Dream the life you want to have. Write it down. Believe you can have it. And then three, commit to it. So you need, you need all of that. So, so dreams without action, actually is a fantasy. With action, dream is your purpose here to achieve. Commit to yourself. Commit to yourself, Marge. Radical self-care, radical self-love. I'm going to do it. I'm worthy. I am magnificent. I am as fabulous, if not even better. I got to tell you this right now, Marge, if I remember you, and I do remember you correctly, you're a lot prettier than me. So you've got that head over heels with me. To start with. So I keep going. I, I can guarantee you I can come up with a whole bunch more things that you're better than than me. So instead of looking to me to pull you up, look at you because you've been pulling yourself up all along.
0: Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Perfectly said, yes. That was wonderful, yes. Vincent, I just – this has been fantastic. It's been amazing. It, this has just been much more than I could have anticipated. You have shared so much information tonight and I thank you. I thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much again for having me.
0: Thanks for listening in. Do remember to stop by so you can hear next week's episode. I look forward to hearing from you and your voice messages and your emails. Thanks again. This is Psychic Medium Simone, And you've been listening to Messages from the Other Side.